Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom, Chaverim. That's Hebrew for hello, friends. And Shabbat Shalom. That's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today it's time for a blast from the past. I decided to re-air an interview I did with Jonathan Burness many years ago. He was the founder of Congregation Shemai Israel, and it's always great to hear his testimony. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shammai Israel. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you're in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open on Wednesdays from 3 to 5, Thursdays from 2 to 5, and Saturdays after services up till 1 o'clock p.m. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit the Congregational Building. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester, New York area, be sure to visit Shemayas Real and the Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. Shalom, 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 that was Jonathan Sattel, and next up we've got Habracha, the blessing from Joshua Aaron. Shalom. <laughs> 
וישים לך This is Joshua Aaron, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. Ted Pierce has a new project called Ancient Gates, and this song is called Zemer Atik, which means ancient song. Shuba e 
Hey, this is Ted Pierce coming to you live from the Bagels and Blessings Convention in Pennsylvania. You are listening to the greatest show on radio, and aren't you glad? I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585-889-7840. And now here's Israel's Hope with the Day of the Lord. Again, that was Israel's Hope, and you may have recognized Paul Wilbur's voice. He was part of that group way back in the late 70s, 80s, and I loved their music. And that song was the Day of the Lord. And speaking of the day, this show is airing on February 25th. And you know what that means? That means tonight is the night. Come to Congregation Shemai Israel if you are in the local Rochester, New York area. We are having a fabulous variety show, lots of great talent, and a bake sale with stuff you, oh my goodness, you're going to be so hungry, you're going to want to buy it all and eat it all. And guess what? Raffle prizes all night long. It's going to be such a wonderful, wonderful time. We are doing this as a fundraiser for our women's group at Congregation Shemaya Royale. We're at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. You can buy your tickets right at the door. It's $5 a person, $10 a family. So if you are in Rochester and you don't have any plans for tonight, come on out, see our beautiful building at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, 7 o'clock p.m., Great variety show and bake sale. I hope to see you there and give you a great big hug. Well, having said that, I think it's time for Becca Shea and Fly Away. I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I could just stay. So I had a dream that I just fell away I've been on my own for a minute Is it only me out here Searching for the place to begin it Is it me? Is it you? Is it fear? Standing on the line I was given People staring at me 
You're going to hear a song that moves me deeply. It's another one of those oldie but goodie songs. And the words are straight out of the Bible. I don't have the exact passage in front of me, but it's the words of the Lord speaking comfort. It was recorded by the group Lamb many years ago. And I pray that as you listen to the beautiful music and words, that you are comforted. Comfort ye my people.
Your beauty will be like the olive tree. Your fragrance is Lebanon, Lebanon. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning Mornings at 10 a.m., 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. That was so incredibly gorgeous. Comfort ye, my people. I know there were other verses represented in this song, but one of them was Hosea 14, 5. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily, like a cedar of Lebanon. He will send down his roots. Oh, so beautiful. Beautiful. This is Ethel Chadwick. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Stay tuned for my interview with Jonathan Burness, recorded a few years ago. You're going to love it. And I hope to see a lot of you tonight for our big variety show and bake sale at Congregation Shemayas Royale, 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. It's going to be so fantastic. I can't wait to see you all. The fun begins at 7 o'clock p.m. Here's Joshua Aaron. This is from his newest CD, which was live at the Garden Tomb. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful hymn, How Great Thou Art.
that must have been so exciting to record those songs live at the Garden Tomb. Again, that was Joshua Aaron. All right, well, stay tuned now for my interview with Jonathan Burnus. And since the time I interviewed him, which was a few years ago, he's also become the founder of Heritage, Heritage LA. They're an interfaith Jewish community committed to creating space for all types of believers across the city of Los Angeles. And he has a real heart for the LA area. He's really excited to see Jewish and interfaith families thrive. And so in addition to being the head of Jewish Voice Ministries, he's also now involved with Heritage LA. Okay, without further ado, here is my interview with Jonathan Burnus. Enjoy, darling, enjoy. Jonathan Burnus, welcome back to Bagels and Blessings. Man, it's so good to be back with you. I'm closing my eyes and thinking about being in Rochester, New York right now, Ethel, and I know it's much cooler than Phoenix where I'm at. It's 114 today. Oh, my. I think we're in the upper 70s today. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you really, really miss it, you must come back when we have snow. I did. You know, I thought I missed snow, and then I came back, and it was 10 degrees. (laughs) <laughs> After two days, I said, I don't miss the snow. <laughs> wow. Falls. I love the falls in Rochester. Yes. Well, there's so many things to talk about today. And since it's been so long since you've been on the air, I wondered if you could do a brief recap on how a nice Jewish boy found you, that Jesus is the Messiah. Well, sure. He really found me. I was uh, in college. I was studying business at the University of Buffalo. And I had just finished my second year. Uh, So I was doing a few things. I was studying, but I was also searching. And I didn't even know I was searching at the time, Ethel. Uh, I got into all the things that uh, typical Jewish boys boys get into, uh, experimenting with drugs and rock and roll and uh, Eastern mysticism. The Bible says that Jews have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And because uh, we don't have a relationship with God, this personal relationship with God, we're searching in all the wrong places. I was actually involved in Hare Krishna for a while and then saw that the masters had shaved heads, and I already had started losing my hair at 20. So I figured this isn't, this isn't for me. I want to keep all the remaining hair that I have. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, that, was, that was what was going on. And... Uh, 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 a fellow uh, spiritual seeker uh, got saved. Her life was completely uh, transformed, and I saw her uh, on the street and saw her smiling and just knew there was something different about her, so I asked her what happened to her, and she told me and told me and told me. Every day she called me and shared the gospel and asked me why I was on this earth and what was going to happen to me after I died. And Ethel, those are questions that every one of us has, has to answer in our lifetime. Uh, and I had been asking as a little child when my grandfather died suddenly, what, what happens after you die? I didn't know. I asked the rabbi. He didn't know. Uh, he gave me this answer about climbing over a, on top, over a hill, and we're still climbing. We can't see over the other side, but God does, uh, and he knows. What the rabbi was really saying to me, I realized years later, is that he had no idea what happens after you die. And I wanted to ask, and I wanted to answer those two questions, and she was asking me those questions again and again and again. I finally agreed to go to a Bible study with her, and I don't even remember the, the, what the study, what was going on in the study, because I was so, I, I felt so out of place, Ethel. The people were so happy and seemed so different than I was. It was just a clear contrast. And then after the study, the the leader of the study, this is back in 1980, I was 20 years old, and he began to show me scriptures uh, in the Bible. Now there's a misconception that Christians have that uh, we Jews have read the scriptures, but we haven't. I had prepared my bar mitzvah. I had learned Hebrew. I could read in Hebrew, but I couldn't translate the Hebrew. I didn't know what the scriptures said, and he showed me in the scriptures, both in the Old and New Testament, that were separated from God, and that Jesus Christ, who I understood to be the God of Christianity, died to 
redeem us and to atone for our sins. And something happened that night. I, I felt the presence of God, and I was challenged. Uh, but I went home. I tried to forget it. But for about two weeks following, I had this desire to read the Bible. And uh, that's a whole other story. I'll have to tell you more about that sometime. But finding a Bible was a real challenge. And I have just, it's a funny story, because I, I didn't know where to go to find a Bible. But when I finally found one, I read the New Testament. And Ethel discovering that Jesus was Jewish. I didn't know he was Jewish. I'm telling you. I didn't. That his name was Yeshua. That all the first disciples were good Jews, better Jews than I was. Shocking. Lived in Jerusalem. Yeah. All took pl- I thought this was a Catholic story that took place in Rome. Of course. So as I read the scriptures, and I went then went back to my own scriptures, the, the Old Testament or the Tanakh, the Torah, the prophets, the writings... I discovered all of these prophecies about the Messiah and Jesus, Yeshua, fit them all. And that was the beginning or period of transformation in my life. And I've never been the same since. I knew right away that God was calling me to devote my life to this message. And that's what I've done for 36 years now. And here I am in Phoenix. Wow. Uh, Based in Phoenix, we uh, have a staff of about 100 here. Uh, and we travel to remote places where there's Jewish people open to the gospel. We're in Ethiopia, we're in Zimbabwe, we are working in Manipur, India, among the B'nai Manasha. It's like, it's like a story right out of the Bible. It's like the book of Acts. We go to these remote places and we find Jewish people and we tell them about Jesus. It's amazing. Wow. So your life was radically changed and you became a Messianic rabbi. You were actually the founding rabbi of my home congregation here in Rochester, New York, Congregation Shemai Yisrael, and and God has moved you all over the world. And so what if there's somebody listening to the show right now as I air it, when, when I do air it, and they're going to think, okay, I'm Jewish, but I don't know if Jesus is for me. What do you say to that person? Well, there's a, the, 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 there's a question. A good, Jew, a good Jew asks questions. And my <laughs> question is, where are you going to go after you die? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and why are you here on this earth? And the answer is found in our own scriptures. So uh, but do what I do. Uh, ask, ask God to show you the truth. That's exactly what I did uh, 38 years ago. I, I'd gone to a, uh, a meeting uh, where I heard about Jesus, and they asked us to pray, and I didn't know how to pray, because I, I, my understanding of prayer was our prayer book, uh, our Siddur, but I went out along a stream in Colorado, and I remember looking up at the stars and saying, God, if you're real, I want to know. And if this Jesus is who they say he is, the Savior, I want to know. And two years later in Buffalo, New York, he fulfilled that promise, and he'll fulfill it in your life, too, if you ask him sincerely. He'll show you the truth. Amen. And I would imagine that through the different ministries you've been involved in, that you have seen many people come to faith, and you've also seen some miracles. Tell us a little bit about the things that you've experienced. I have so many miracles uh, that I have seen with my own eyes, Ethel, and the greatest miracle, of course, is when somebody gives their life to the Lord, prays a simple prayer, and then un- experiences a transformation. The old dies, and all things become new. Immersing people in water, Christians call it baptism, has been an amazing experience to be part of with people because they go down in the water. It's a symbolic act. They go down, and they're symbolizing their death to themselves and, and coming up in newness of life and watching the Holy Spirit come upon people, watching them speak in other languages with joy, seeing people healed of, of really severe illness. I've seen uh, people that were, were literally blind receive their sight uh, in Africa, in, um, in India, uh, in um, the Middle East. I've seen uh, deaf people Death from the time that they were children or born, receive hearing. I, I've witnessed all this with my own eyes. Wow. The signs and wonders that the Bible talks about accompanying the proclamation of the Word of God. And that's very important to mention. That it's, it's, it, 
signs and wonders are to follow the proclamation of the gospel, the good news. And it's part of the good news. And uh, I've seen tens of thousands of Jewish people, Ethel, in the former Soviet Union in particular, stand up and pray with me in our festivals of music and dance to accept Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah and Savior. And I've seen many, many transformed lives. I meet people all the time, 10 years later, 20 years later, 25 years later, that say, I prayed with you and my life's never been the same. I love it. Mm, praise God. So let's talk a little bit also about some of the books you've written. Tell me about, how many books have you written now? I lost track. I, I have two. I've, I've just finished my fifth for publication with publishers, but there's a whole bunch of others that we, we offer in the ministry. But I'm really excited about the newest one. It's called A Hope in a Future, and it's one of my life messages, Ethel. Uh, I've been preaching this message for 15 years. It, it, I put it in mini-book form probably 10 years ago, but I finally was able to work uh, with a good friend of mine, a, a writer who helped me develop this into a book called A Hope in a Future from Jeremiah 29, verses uh, 16, uh, 11 through 16, which talks about um, the promise, it's God's promise to bring the, um, the Judeans, the house of Judah, the tribe of Judah, out of Babylonian captivity. There's they're, 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 um, slaves in Babylon, or they're, they're exiles in Babylon, and God says, I haven't forgotten you, I'll bring you back. And then in verse 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future. Yeah. And, and he fulfilled that promise. He, Seventy years later, he brought the Jews out of Babylon. He, they, they rebuilt the temple. They rebuilt Jerusalem. It was the temple that Jesus worshipped in. And that is a promise that is true for by application for every follower of Yeshua. The promise that God has a plan for us, that's a reality before we were in the womb. Uh, we're told in Jeremiah 1, he knows us, he knew us and predestined us uh, with a purpose and a plan. And it's a good plan. It's a plan not to harm us, to give us this this this, this tikva in Hebrew. And I go into the Hebrew throughout the verse. I talk about what the Hebrew word translated hope really means, what the Hebrew word translated future really means, and it just brings alive this incredible promise that I love so much that God has a plan for each of us. He has a plan for you, Ethel. He has a plan for every one of you listening to this program today, and it's a good plan. It's a unique plan, and um, our, our job is to fulfill that plan before we go home. Amen. I'm really glad that you have written a book based on that passage because there are too many people running around with no hope and they don't understand the promises of God. And so the fact that you are encouraging people to trust God and believe that there's hope, that is so important. I'm so glad. How can people get a copy of it? Uh, we have it on our website, jewishvoice.org. Uh, it, it just Amazon. Uh, I think they're probably offering it cheaper than we are. Go to Amazon. <laughs> uh, and it's in a lot of bookstores. It's actually been in Walmart. I'm not sure if it's still there. But um, certainly on Amazon or, or through um, uh, the Internet, uh, a hope and a future. Man, Jonathan, when you were young, did you ever, in your wildest dreams, ever think that one day you would travel around the world, preach the good news, and write books? Ethel, I never thought I would believe in Jesus, Yeshua. I, for me, he was the, another God, and we can believe in anything but him. Uh, no, I had no idea, but again, God had that plan for me before I was formed in the womb, and I'm so grateful that I have the privilege of knowing him, not knowing about him, Ethel. I learned about him in Hebrew school and in, and in religious school at Temple Birth Kodesh in Rochester, but I, I, I met him when I was 20 and discovered that he's real and personal and intimate that he's Abba, he's our daddy. And I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to know him and to tell people about him and give them an opportunity to respond and be transformed 
by the Holy Spirit. It's an amazing uh, calling, and I'm grateful. Oh, yes. Now tell us a little bit more about Jewish Voice Ministries. When do you broadcast, and, and what's new? Our syndicated television program, Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burness, airs on most Christian uh, stations around America and abroad. So we're on TBN, we're on Daystar, we're on locally in Rochester on TCT. I don't know what channel that is, but I believe it's part of the cable system there. Uh, and it's on various times. Uh, we're a daily show currently, and uh, it's an educational program, and I bring guests to talk about the Jewish roots of uh, Christianity, to talk about the Middle East situation and why we need to stand with Israel. I occasionally get some guests on the talk about uh, getting healthy and staying healthy, something that I, I need to keep hearing. <laughs> uh, but that, that the show is for Christians to help them understand uh, that they're part of a plan God has for the redemption of the world that involves Israel. So we have to stand with Israel because it's about standing with God's plan in the last days. We are in the last days. I talk a lot about the times we live in. And um, if you can't get the show on cable or you just have rabbit ears and you're not able to get it off your television, you can go to YouTube, and we have a YouTube channel. Just type in Jewish Voice or my name, Jonathan Burness, and all that will come up. Or you can go to our website to watch the program. It's simply jewishvoice.org. Jonathan, you just answered my next question. That's fabulous, because I happen to not have cable, and I was going to ask you how I could access it, and, and you've answered my question, so I thank you so much. Tell us how you'd like YouTube us... YouTube and the website. Oh, absolutely. That's wonderful. YouTube and the website. How would you like us to be praying for you, your ministry, your family? Ethel, we have some really significant outreaches coming up uh, in September, we're going to Kharkov, Ukraine, Wow! which is very, very um, special to me because in 1996, 20 years ago, we tried to do a festival in Kharkov, Ukraine, in the football stadium, the, the central stadium, and it was shut down by some leaders in the Jewish community who had some contacts in the government, and the police actually surrounded the stadium. But we just got city approval to go back to Kharkov in September, uh, the 17th through the 26th, we'd love to have some of the some people, maybe you're listening and you'd like to go, just one week, and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to finish what we began 20 years ago. So that's coming up. I'd like prayer for that. Uh, we're also working uh, uh, very extensively in Ethiopia and Zimbabwe, and now with doors open in Nigeria. So in the, the total, the entire month of August, uh, I'll be leading. Our, a team from Jewish Force, three of us will be going to uh, conduct leadership seminars in those three nations, Zimbabwe, Ethiopia, and Nigeria. So I'd appreciate prayer for that. So that that's during the month of August. So those two things are, I, are really come to, come to mind for prayer. Oh, that's so exciting. You know, as I think about your life and your ministry, I realize that God really gifted you with wonderful administration skills as well, wonderful organizational skills, to be able to coordinate all of the meetings and festivals that you have done. It requires a gift, and you've got it. Well, we also have a great team here, and one of the key uh, people on our team here is Ezra Wadnick, who grew up at Shema, uh, you were saying before that I started the congregation. That was back in 1984. There was already an existing fellowship, but I moved back to Rochester from Buffalo in 1984. And for nine years until I moved to Russia in 1993, I had the joy and privilege of leading congregation Shema Israel and Ezra Watnick. The Watnick family was in the congregation. Ezra was just a kid then, and now he leads up our global outreach. So it's great to have someone from Shema that was just a kid that I uh, had the privilege of, of, of um, pastoring uh, is now one of our leaders. And we have so many uh, great leaders here in the ministry that uh, have the same gift. And uh, together we're able to do these really large outreaches where thousands uh, are either treated with medical care or come to one of these uh, our cultural festivals 
of Jewish music and dance, and we earn the platform, we earn the right to tell them about Yeshua, which is the most important message uh, that anyone else can hear in their lifetime, that Yeshua loves them, that uh, God sent his only son to die for them. And that simple message is absolutely life-transforming. And uh, I get the privilege to watching, to seeing life transformed by the thousands. There's such a joy and an excitement in your voice. And I am just, if I may, I'm so proud of you, how you are making yourself available. I mean, you've said, Hineni, here I am to God. And you are just, you know, you're walking through the doors that he opens for you. And I, for one, am just thrilled. And I can't wait to see what God does next with your ministry. Well, thank you, Ethel. And I have to say also, I just, my memories of you and everyone at Shema, those were wonderful, wonderful years. And formative years for me. I don't think I'd have would have been able to do what God's called me to do now if it wasn't for those formative years in Rochester. So thank you and thank all of you that are listening that were part of Shema in those great years uh, that I had the privilege to lead that congregation. Aw, it's so wonderful to talk to you. And I, I want to thank you for being my guest on Bagels and Blessings again. And I, I hope that you will stay in touch with me and will come on the show again from time to time and, and give us all an update on how God is doing those great things. Absolutely. Next time I'd love to do it live. I don't know if you're able to take calls, but that would be a blast. Yes. Let me know when you're going to be in town next. And you got a deal. Okay. We're on. All right, well, thank you so much, and God bless you, and we'll talk soon. You too, Ethel. Thank you. Shalom. Shalom. Just a reminder, that was from July 2016, so any mention of upcoming trips, that happened in the past already. But it's wonderful to hear Jonathan Burness's voice. His testimony is amazing. All right. We have time for some more music. Here is Craig Talman. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day I love best. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day of rest. Shabbat 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 Shalom. Like the candles say the Kiddush over the wine Do the mozi, the Chala tastes so fine like the candles say the Kiddush over the wine That shop is feeling so fine Every week I get that shop is feeling Shop is feeling, get the shop is feeling I feel it from my head down to my toes Head down to my toes Six long days I have to wait for Shabbos Wait for Shabbos Just can't wait for Shabbos But then on Friday Eve I get that Shabbos glow Get that Shabbos glow Oh Shabbat 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 Shalom, it's the day of rest. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day I love best. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day of rest. Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom.
Shabbat Shalom, it's the day of rest. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day I love best. Shabbat Shalom, it's the day of rest. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom. And now it's time for the Aaronic Benediction with Phil Klein. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.